There are many people today who do not realize that their values will really determine their future. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because our values have been infiltrated and have been manipulated manipulated to make us think certain things or like certain people want us to think or certain systems want us to think. And that is not always the way that we are supposed to live. So if you want to know how your values will determine your future and how you can adapt good values to help you on your way, then this message is for you. So today I have with me again Judy, my my wife, and we will share with you a little bit more right after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now, let's move on to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of the Rise and Shine show. And as I mentioned before the intro, I have my precious wife, Judy, with me again. Welcome, Judy. Thank you very much, Jenny. Yeah, it's always great to have you. And today is an interesting topic. And uh, I think in today's uh, time, the time where we live in, it's very valuable to look at how our values will determine our future because we have been inundated through decades now and things have been pushed on us to try to get us to conform to certain values that are not moral. Now, Judy, share with us a little bit what do I mean when I say values are not moral? I think, Yanni, your title is Your Values Determine Your... That's the topic, your, your life or your destiny. And if I can simply say it like this, our values from the beginning comes from our parents, our family, our friends, our close inner circle of people who live with us and who we trust. Our values are the hardcore or the wiring system that helps us operate in life. It's our values are like a memory box, a box where we can open it and look for the treasures that support what we want to accomplish in life or what our destiny is for life. It's the programming that leads us along the path we need to take. So if our values are wrong or messed up or mixed up, then we will fall in different directions. And as time has been passing by, society has been changing the cultures and changing the value system. And the, the message we get is very mixed up. What looked like it was good values end up not to be served in our life because we adapted the wrong things. So what really went wrong? What went wrong was... Our parents did what they could, but we, as we grow, adapt other values. And those values become more of a a dark shade of life rather than a light shade. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And you know what I've realized even many years ago? If um, a child's parents are mixed up, then that child is also going to be mixed up, but even more mixed up than the parents because they start off... Most with a disadvantage. Now, it doesn't always 
continue through that trend, it depends still on, on the child. The child can decide that they don't want to go that direction and they can change their lives totally. But in most cases, that is really true. What, what uh, as Judy said, what we receive from our parents, that's normally the direction that we're going. And when we get good morals from our parents, then that will most of the time, it'll sustain us and that will continue throughout our lives. And I just want to throw in something here that... Um, one of our mentors, Peter J. Daniels, that he said to us once, he said, good morals equals good economy. So if people are immoral and they're just doing everything for their, for their own gain and for self-interest, then the economy is eventually is really going to tank. It's going to uh, not benefit everyone any longer. But that's good. But on a personal level... On a personal level, if your personal economy is not doing well, then the chances are you've picked up a lot of bad values along the way that was thrown at you. So that's how you know where you're standing at the moment. If things are not working the way you want, then check your values, check your morals, check and see what you've been doing. And you'll find that there's a fox in the chicken den. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's important. What Judy's saying is very important. And just to get back what, what I mentioned about good morals equals good economy. Good morals is for every individual. So don't uh, throw it out there and put the blame on something or someone else. Because like Judy said, if your economy doesn't look great or if your economy doesn't work out so great, doesn't matter whether it's financial or whether it's relationships with your family, with your children, with your parents, or with friends even, then there's something that you need to tend to. I cannot blame Judy if there's something that's that's bothering me uh, or something that's hampering me from moving forward in the way that I need to. So it always starts with me. And that is that as if I hear correctly, that's exactly what you say. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because what you um, adapt in your life, because it comes at us so fast and so quick and so sudden, it impacts us. And you have to immediately make a decision. But in your memory box, you don't have the tools or the equipment to make a decision so fast. Because you were never, it was never put into you. So you adapt what seeming on the conscious level look like a reasonable solution. But there's always fox in the chicken hen. So there's always snares that you don't see beforehand. So how do you fix all that? You know, values come back from the Bible. That's your first place to find the right value, to go back and read the book of Proverbs, because Proverbs tell you exactly what to do and not to do. It tells you not to steal, not to lie, not to destroy, not to hurt your neighbor, to be gentle, to be kind, and to serve. And you see what's important there. It tells you all these things that you're not supposed to do, but it also tells you the stuff that you are supposed to do. And it's again these laws. When you apply the laws, 
in the correct way, it's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit the people around you. If you don't, it's not going to benefit you. It may harm you, but it's also going to harm the people around you. That's right, because the values that you have operate in the spiritual realm as well as in the physical realm. So if your values are not right, you're breaking a physical law and you're breaking the governing principle law that God has set on the planet. To give you a practical example with Judy and myself, before I even met Judy, before I um, even knew she existed, I knew in my heart that I wanted a wife that has the same values as I, that has the same passion for God than I have. And that's what I put out there. And you know, that's exactly what, what I was blessed with. Because right from the beginning, since the day that Judy and I met and we knew uh, in separate but also together that we were meant for each other, everything worked out so incredibly. Although there were times when, when I had issues with Judy, but then I realized, but I have to point all the fingers back to me and not to Judy and I have to sort out myself and then our relationship was restored again. And, and that is very vital for each one of us to understand that. So when I know what I want and that I want good values in my life, that's what comes my way as well. But then I also have to maintain it. And if I don't have good values or I, and sometimes we don't understand or we don't know and realize that there are values that are not so great. Yes, what do we do then? The moment I understand or I realize that they are not good values, then I must find out I've got the responsibility, you've got the responsibility for your own life to find out what is wrong, what went wrong. And it doesn't matter where it went wrong, but just find out that it's not working to your benefit or to the benefit of anyone else and fix it and just create new habits. And, and it's, it's really as simple as that. That's right, because the end result is to have good economy. Yes. A good family, a good inheritance for your children, a good lifestyle to be healthy. So that is very, very, very vital to have your values. So your values are always changing as well, because every day you're going to have some kind of thought process that'll need action. That's why it's good from the start or anytime you decide to start to go to the book of Proverbs and to read those um, 31 chapters in Proverbs. Because the more you read it, the more your mind is going to be renewed. The old stuff that was stored in that box will be cleaned out and you're going to get fresh ways to make decisions. So you'll have a foundation. Yeah, and this is here. It's also um, interesting to note that when we look at the book of Proverbs, it's almost as if it's a, a relationship that's being built with wisdom. And when you and I understand that it's this relationship that's being built on the inside of us in our spirit being, and that will influence and also in a way, I don't really want to say dictate, but it will determine how I walk all this out. Then it just makes it so much easier to walk in life. And even when we look at, um, at Jesus in the, in the New Testament, 
What did Jesus really come to do? He came to teach us about the kingdom. Right. So he, How to live in the kingdom. How really to, to live, live in, in the, the kingdom. kingdom. And you see, when once we understand, and you know, maybe we must um, uh, talk on, on specifically on the kingdom uh, sometime soon again, so that people just can understand, so that they realize, so that you can realize what the kingdom is really all about. It's not just about building my own little kingdom but that it's really the kingdom of God that he brought about and that he wants us to live according to the laws and the principles of his kingdom. And those things are all to our benefit when we apply those laws. And that's what Jesus came for. That's what he taught throughout the three and a half years that he was in ministry here on the earth. And he teaches on everything. He teaches on life. He teaches on finances. He teaches on on everything area of life relationships everything mm-hmm. that's true yeah your value system is always changing it's always always changing but again we're looking at the end result where it will it take you it will take you where you decide to live so do you want to live in the black or in the white the light or in the darkness there's no in between you're either in the light or you're in the darkness but to stay on the light it's a daily process of realizing you, your values are needing to change all the time. And, you know, just to take a very simple example, if we look at the political system. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in, a, in a democracy, for example, and especially today, we see the, the so-called right wing right. and we see the, the left wing or the, the conservative side and liberal side. And... Sometimes we don't know where to choose because each side is so messed up because of their value systems. Yes. People yes. do things for their own personal gain. They do it because they think this will benefit them. And many times it's also driven by fear. Yeah. And you know, to say to, about that, um, the world system, people could also want to be in the light, walking in the light. And in the truth and the wisdom, but they will choose the dark side because it looks better. It looks like it's the right place or the, how they should be. But you know what they're actually doing? They're corrupting their own conscience. Your conscience could say, yes, I know this is the right thing. But then what you see and what looks reasonable and rational and intelligent could be totally in the black on the wrong side. So your conscience should actually be the guide to how you work with the, yes. your value system. Yes. and But when we look at um, why that is, it's because Jesus says, the knowledge of the truth, truth. shall set you, you free. free. Mm-hmm. So when you know the truth, yeah. you will not be enticed to choose the other way. Right. There will always be things that want to try to pull you to the other side. Yep. But when you know the truth and when you have a truly uh, um, personal relationship with the truth, then even though these these um, uh, things may come at you and want to take you away from, from the right path, then you will know, but this is not the way to go. And, you know, we, we don't sometimes understand. Jesus says, for example, that, uh, I think it's uh, Matthew twenty two twenty nine, 
uh, where Jesus says to, to the people who actually came to trick him and to ask, ask him questions, he said, you err, you make mistakes because you do not know the scriptures, neither the power of God. And this has been with me for so long. If we do not know the scriptures, we will actually not even know the power of God. Mm. And God can work so powerfully through you and me, even this message that we bring out here. This is not just me speaking, because my desire is really to do what God wants me to do. And that's why it's spirit that goes out through you when Judy and I are speaking. And I know that your life is going to be touched. So all I'm uh, trusting uh, for is that you receive this message and your life will be changed. If you have to listen to the message again, do that. And, you know, also on the other hand, there's another principle. Share it. Give it out. Uh, Once you have acquired this, once you have made this your own, share it with someone else so that you can actually fix it. Because... um, also, one of the, the people who I uh, really followed in the past, Lester Summerall, he said that the only way that I can really learn something is by teaching it or by giving it out. So that's just the principle on value systems as well. So one of the things you said there, Yanni, is that um, the truth empowers you. And that's 100% right. But it's also... Knowing the truth is a spiritual application because if you want to learn how to walk in the spirit, learn to find the truth. And if you want to learn how to receive from God, you need to learn what the truth is saying because when you receive the truth, you will see the benefits that comes from that. Because remember, God rewards us for seeking him so when you seek him you find the truth and then he will say oh but this is now your reward so don't forget that in the previous message we talked about the expectancy having an expectancy to receive so you have that when you know the truth and you receive it yeah thank you judy and and here it's important to understand as well and we have touched on it in the past and Like I said, also, there's a series where I specifically um, speak on to train your mind. And I um, Mm. deal there also on meditation. Because especially in the Western culture, we have not really been taught how to meditate. And some of the meditations that we learn that are out there comes from Eastern religions uh, and or Asian religions. And it's... I mean, you're going to connect with the spirit world, but it's going to be the wrong spirit world that you connect with. To meditate means to take something, to take uh, a scripture, for example, and just reading it over and over and over and think about it over and over. And as you do that, it starts opening up to you. You begin to see things in there that you initially did not see. And that's how easy it really is to get to know the truth really. Because today I can get something that I meditated on, say, 10 years ago. And when I go and take that same scripture and I meditate on it now, I may see something totally different or not different in the sense of opposing what I saw before, but it'll just open up to me even more on an even deeper level so that I can apply it 
in my life today. So it's vital for you and I to understand that we need to work in God's way, that I cannot do it my own way or someone else's way that doesn't really produce truth results. And that's, that's just, it's actually so simple. Yeah, it's so simple, but it's kind of hidden. Yeah. It's hidden. The truth is definitely hidden from people today. So you need to learn from other people who can speak truth, who have the truth, who's been standing for truth, and you can recognize that there is a place for it. I just want to emphasize something here. Maybe just correct this. The truth is not really hidden from us, mm-hmm. but it's hidden for, for us. us. And that's why there's power in it. That's why there's power in it. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that it's hidden for us, that makes it even more enticing to go and dig for it. Mm-hmm. So it's not purposefully hidden from us so that we cannot uh, find it. It's there. But there's a process that I have to go through and that I have to seek. I have to really look for it. I have to dig for it. It's, it's similar to gold. I have to go and dig for the gold mm-hmm. until I get it. And mm-hmm. it's the same with this treasure um, that is hidden for me. I have to go and dig for it so that I can find it and apply it to my life. And, and the, what it'll do is when you have the truth, you'll be liberated. You'll be set free. You'll be living in a completely different dimension that God prepared for you. And that dimension will become so clear to your purpose and to your vision, because then you'll begin to, to separate the wheat from the chaff. Because the chaff, we know, is tares, and the wheat, which will be your seed, will understand that the growth will come from that. And that's what the values and the truth will help us to see. And what I also heard someone recently said, they said, if people always look on the other side of the fence, because the grass is always greener there. Hmm. But then this person said, <laughs> "But if you tend to your own side of the of the fence, to the lawn on this on this side of the fence, it'll be just as luscious on the other side." Yeah. <laughs> so that is what we're talking about, really. Yeah. So really, to 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 um, look at your own garden, so to speak, and tend to your garden by meditating on the word and not always looking on the other side that something is, is greener there. But take what you have and explore this and build this out and, and do what you need to do so that your side of the fence can even be nicer than the, than the grass on the other side. So true. Start where you are. Yeah, start where start you are. Start where you are. Because you have everything on the inside of you that you need. And that's another thing. That makes it easier for us. When you realize that you already have everything on the inside of you, when you are born again, then you will realize that you don't have to go and get something on the outside. I always thought, I have to get stuff way from there somewhere, maybe from heaven and I have to get it here. No. Then I realized I have it. I've got the fullness of the Christ inside of me in this earthen vessel and all I need to learn now is how to release it. And it's easier to release something that I already have than to go and get it somewhere and bring it into my realm. Well, well said. Okay, Yanni, I must wrap up. I've got another program I'm late for. 
I told you she's very dedicated and very focused. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> must go now. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank you, Judy. I really appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for sharing what's on your heart and sharing it with us. And I trust that this message will also help you to get to where you want to get to, even if it's just a small little part, but I trust it'll help you. And share this message with a family member or friend that you know will benefit from this. And please partner with us and help us to get this message out. Thank you so much for listening to me and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.